Hey, this is the Squad Podcast, your conversations with the girlfriends you never knew you needed. We're your hosts, Jessica, Janelle, and Serena. Let's get started. Hey, hey guys, welcome back. And I'm here with my favorite squad members, Janelle and Sai. Hello. Hello. Hey, girls. Hey. So this week we are sipping on a bottle that I brought, and no, it wasn't in my trunk. Um, it's a cupcake decadent red black forest blend. How do you guys like it? I like it. I mean, I'm more of, I'm getting out of the blend family when it comes to reds, but it's decent. Don't like. Thumbs down. So I am more of a sweet wine drinker. I'm kind of transitioning from the whites to the reds. So I I kind of had a feeling that Cy wouldn't like it because she's more of that. I don't know, Cy. Tell us what type of wine you So like. I didn't like this one because it was it was a little weak. It was also a little too sweet. It kind of, The blend just... You can tell that the grapes are just like, here's some grapes, smash these bitches. All right, I really like my wine to taste a lot more full-bodied, a lot smoother, really buttery. And so I'm more of a cab, and I'm, I don't shy away from blends, but I do love a good Bordeaux. So, you know, that that's usually my flair, my thing. I mean, it's called Cupcake, so it's going to be sweeter. You know, right. all their whole brand is pretty sweet. But if you are trying to get yourself into reds in general – Cupcake is a great place to start. Yeah, so, I, I mean, it does the job. Yeah. And Sai is a little bit of, in a nice way, a wine snob. She knows her shit. I'm not a snob. I just have been drinking a lot wine a long time. And so my palate has had some time to figure out what I like and what I don't like. Yeah. Well, cheers. cheers. All right. So I just came back from winter vacation um, so I work in a school, but I came back from winter vacation, and so I did a lot of binge-watching Netflix shows. So I kind of wanted to talk about what are some of your favorite shows, what are you guys looking forward to in the upcoming months or weeks, I guess. And What did you watch? Oh, I had a long list. So I caught up on She's Gotta Have It. Mm. Uh, love. Yes. Kind of crazy and obnoxious, but loved okay yeah. i will say one thing that you guys are gonna hate me for because you won't be able to unsee it after i tell you this okay. spike lee so i was a film major initially in school so i pay attention to just production a little differently than regular people i can't just enjoy the show and like oh this was great this was fine but spike lee does this shaky camera shit in every single one of the shows movies or whatever it is that he does and every time and so now You'll be able to, like, watch it, and you'll see, like, the shaky camera shit. Like, all of a sudden, the camera's shaking, and everything keeps shaking. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so I was telling one of my friends who was watching one of the episodes with me, he's like, I, I can't unsee it now. I have a headache because this shaky camera thing keeps happening. Well, I'm glad you told us after I watched the full season, <laughs> so now I don't have to walk, go back but and watch it. isn't there a season two coming out? There is. They yeah. got renewed for a second season. Woo! 
let's just give her a moment of congratulations because that is some black girl magic right there. It Hello. is. I I will say that um, I did like the show for the fact that it was different and it shed light on a different type of woman, a different type of lifestyle, and that whole thing. Like we're not a monolith, and this was definitely like the era of that. To see yeah. first Issa coming out with being awkward and not being like, oh, I'm Kerry Washington, I'm Annalise Keating, I take over the world and I got all this money and I'm extra smart. Yeah. It was like no, I'm weird and I'll have my shit together and I'm young and I'm still learning myself and this woman who's like yeah I'm a mess but I know what I like I know what I don't like and I'm still figuring things out and so I like this whole era of like young black women kind of owning who they are without trying to fit into a box and so I really like the show for that. I will say I agree with you Sai. I love that she was just so free spirited She's like, I'm going to, you know, talk to as many dudes as I want because I don't have a ring on my finger. Like, nobody, you know, I don't have any obligations to anybody. And so she was talking to, what, three, four dudes and three, a woman? Three guys and a woman. And she was just like, I'm out here living my life. Like, I'm young. And everybody and- knew. It wasn't a secret. Yeah. It wasn't like, shh. It was very- I mean, that part was cool. I mean, that that is the majority of the show. But I think from a more passionate standpoint, I like that she was an artist and she didn't give a fuck like and you know she stuck through her passion and she you saw the struggles like you really saw it and i i think that merged really well with the show because if you know anything about new york that is such like a new yorker show like it's just it just was full of it and i think the those two things merged really well i don't think it would have been such a great hit if she had a different occupation and so i mean i really love that and because i'm trying to get into more art with the thought of like you know eventually purchasing a house like i really appreciate her passion and her story behind some of the pieces so i mean granted that was kind of like the second part of the show but I enjoyed watching but it, was, it like, for an that important part of her character just yeah. to yeah. kind of like watch some of her personal feelings and her personal growth come alive on that canvas I think really told a story from a different perspective and it's always one of those things where it's worth watching a second time because you catch things that you didn't see the first time like little nuances here and there especially because there there was a movie where this was based on mm-hmm. and then even that movie had little traces of their eyes were watching God on it as well and so to kind of follow that path and go back and watch it and see all of those things you didn't notice before, I think is a really, really cool thing. And um, I, I think it's warranted for them to have a second second season. Absolutely. Yeah. I will say that I'm a little bit of a Nola Darling hater because uh. I'm like, she is freaking gorgeous. She's talented and she has a dope ass personality. Yep. Like you can't have all three. It's just yep. not fair. But I got over it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> she's still a human. You'll get so. some more of her, <laughs> yeah. so to be continued. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm interested to seeing the second season. Not that I didn't like the first season, but I was, I heard all the hype before I watched the show, and so I was kind of like, okay, well, this was cool. It didn't, it didn't like blow me away. Like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing I ever saw. And so I'm really excited to see where this story continues to go, right. especially because they left off with, hey, so this is it. Everything's on the table. Everybody knows. So I'm excited to see that, that last episode. And I'm not gonna give was, anything away. Was crazy. Weird. I felt was like so I was literally weird. in the Twilight Zone without giving anything away. But if you haven't seen it, like. It goes from, like, 
good and like, oh, okay, this is different to like, whoa, there's some, there's some wild shit going I feel on. like there was no cohesion to the I rest disagree. of the I disagree. I disagree completely. I think that episode was the epitome of the entire season. It was it every single one of those things that you saw from like the dancing, the music, the conversation, some of the words that were used, some of the art that was displayed, all of that was pulling from previous episodes and put it all together in a way that may not have made sense the first go round because I have plenty of people who told me they didn't understand it or they didn't see it or they didn't really quite you know connect with it and so that same friend who I was telling about the shaky camera stuff we watched it together and then I had to go back and I started putting things together for him and it made a lot more sense from that perspective well I mean I get I get the point uh, I get what you're saying Sai I totally get it but Yes. When you think about the season <laughs> after you've watched the final episode, yes. And if I were to go back and watch that last episode, I'm sure I would piece more things together. But in the midst of watching it, I'm like, WTF? Like, right. this is uh, just How did we a... go from having dinner to having a, a flash mob dance? Yeah, like, like, it was just, it was just, it was just a it lot. Was weird. But yeah. nonetheless, I will be watching season two. Yeah. I hope that, I will say this, is season two... Is anything like the last episode? I will probably fall off of it, right? <laughs> like I just, I just didn't so connect I to it. Wonder if they filmed the last episode with the expectation that they weren't going to get renewed, because I feel like the episode or season one was kind of the whole adaptation of the original film. So did they not think that they were getting renewed because they didn't have like a continuing storyline? You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense too. I don't know. I. I think that the ending was probably what stuck it for me. Because at first I was kind of like, yeah, okay, this is nice. This is fine. You know, it's cool. I saw the original. So it was, but because it was based on an artist, that ending made so much sense to me. So much sense to me. Well, I'm glad you understood it, Sai. Maybe at our next girls' night we can sit together and watch it and you can break down the analytics of it. Just, just, I will just say this. Just go back and rewatch it. From a perspective of this is about an artist, they are high, and this is supposed to be the unveiling of this is me, this is who I am with all my craziness, this is who I am with all my discord, and this is how I'm putting my life together, and this is how I'm taking control over my life as a mess. As the mess that I am, this is how I'm making organized chaos. So I couldn't get into the original, but was there a dance breakout in the original? I, I just watch, just watch <laughs> the just whole. I'm just because I couldn't get into the original film. Just watch the whole original film, rewatch the, or just rewatch the last episode. There are some things that are are similar. There's some things that are different. I'm not going to talk too much about it. We can all watch it together. But I would just say, just rewatch the episode again, and then if you have time or you make it around to it. Watch the original. I will say this is a true Spike Lee production, though, and I. I, I loved that part of it. It was definitely, you know, these new producers and everything, they're, they're, it's a lot of the shows, although they're completely different, they're, like, very much the same in the production. And I didn't see the shaky camera. I probably wasn't looking for the shaky camera. No, you're not. But yeah. Spike Lee is, like, true Spike Lee form. And, um, yeah. You could definitely tell it was a yeah. Spike Lee production. Yeah, definitely. Just, if nobody, if it was a secret, like, guess who did this? I'm like, Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, what other shows are you guys into? 
so Grownish just came out, and I'm so freaking excited. It's so cute. I, I love it. Let me. Okay, so I didn't like. I oh no, not to say I didn't like. I didn't watch Blackish because I I caught on to the like show too late and I couldn't find the old episodes. And then people were like, "Oh, you could just pick up." I just didn't want to do that. But I did start um, with Grownish, and I it is like pouring on my heart because this is literally like reliving so y'all know I love my HBCU it is reliving so many like Howard freshman year life like the conversations and Jess was saying it's like a little over the top but but for a lot of for a lot I of people, yeah. for a lot of people's first year in college, their freshman year was over the top. It but just resonated to, with a lot of people, not yeah. just people from Howard, but a know, lot a of lot people's lot first of people. year was over the top, full of what the hell, yeah. what am I doing, how am I doing this, and then also I think the fact that uh, Zoe she is narrating, kind of letting you know this is how she feels, this is how she got here, this is why. I think that helps in humanizing the story a bit because it is so over the top but that's a lot of people's first year experience yeah I also really love that even though it's on I I guess this new free form channel which is a former ABC family Mm -hmm. they talk about like real issues that really happen in college like so with using drugs and you know smoking weed and drinking alcohol while you're underage because we all know she ain't 21 yeah and so they talk about like Real shit that happens in college, even though you're on, like, this, you know, so, P- PG family channel. Quick thing about Freeform is that the reason why they rebranded it from ABC Family to Freeform is because they wanted to do more things like that. So ABC Family was very family, very, you know, kids, yeah. Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, that kind of audience. So with Pretty Little Liars, I don't know if you guys know anything about that show. Yeah, um, vaguely. But vaguely, over... T- the majority of the show is about these teenage girls who are doing a lot of stuff that's not necessarily teenage girl friendly. And so that was their kind of test run to see, can we make this transition to more racy content that is still geared towards teenagers? And that was their kind of, you know, let's dip our toe in the water. Can this work? And when that did work, they were able to kind of rebrand themselves as Freeform, yeah. which is why Grownish now has the space to be able to talk about those things. Well, I think that they did, I didn't know all the backstory behind it, but I think that they did an amazing, amazing job because I think people who are out of college and adulting can look back and reminisce and really relate mm-hmm. to it. And I think that, I mean, it does have some topics that I don't think are too too crazy, or they, at least they do it in a tasteful light. But I also think, like, thinking about some of my cousins who are in high school going to college like I it gives them something to look forward to um yeah it is a little girlyish, you know um I don't really think it tells the male perspective as well, much but the main character is, Zoe. I was gonna say, right. main character I is, is a I girl think, so. I think that's why I'm probably like really giddy about it I don't think that like you know if I'm watching with a guy he would that that had that same experience I don't think that he would feel that same emotion that I get but it it makes me be like yo I really gotta go back and watch Blackish now because if it is anything like this I'm gonna love love it it's so the show both shows are written by the same team and it's well written it's Mm -hmm. smart it's funny. Um, they it, talk about topics that matter. They talk about topics that, that matter, but they do it. It's still a comedy. Like, you never forget. Even when they talk about hard things, like with Grownish, 
it's we're talking about drugs and we're talking but it's done so in like yeah that kind of does happen and it's like ooh, damn zoe don't do it oh damn she did it oh i can't wait to see what yeah. happens next so like, i will admit that in the first couple episodes when like she got the adderall i was like oh my god like why are they exposing children to this type of material because of course like i work with elementary school kids so I'm like, oh my god, these kids are gonna watch this and think college is all college is all about like smoking and drinking and popping pills, but that's real life. But it's day. also like, episode. It, it it hasn't gone too far into the season. But I have so. to like check myself and be like, okay, well, I would rather kids be exposed to it vicariously and kind of be prepared when they're in college, rather than it being completely foreign and then they have to experiment themselves and be like oh, shit, now I'm in trouble. But it's also safe to assume that this show is not for those elementary school children. Now, whether well, their parents course, but... whether their parents let them watch it or not, that's really a parental gu- guidance situation, but it's not designed because she swears in the show. She says shit in, in one of the ep- in second right, episodes. and I know, like, elementary school kids, I know, like, my kids, elementary school kids are not going to watch it, but I'm also looking at the perspective of, like, high school kids and or how would... Adderall, quote-unquote, gets you through college. So in my perspective, I'm also like, oh, shit, well, I, I think don't want that type of I think they're setting it up for the whole concept of you think it's going to be great, but there's there's a crash at the end of that. And I think they're setting us up for her saying, all right, I'm only going to use it this one time. And, oh, my God, it really worked. And, oh, this is a side effect of it, and I didn't know, and I didn't get shit done. This yeah. is terrible. And kind of taking us through that wave. And also college is different for someone who is of Zoe, the main character's age, versus what it was for me and then for Janelle, and then for you, Jess. So, like, it, that was three different, like, within yeah. those two, three-year periods, college changed a whole lot. I yeah. mean, the thing about it is the talking about the, you know, ch- children aspect, considering I am a teacher and I've worked with all grade grades and ages, it is going to be appealing to younger kids. And mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily elementary school, but... Middle school kids are going to look up to her and, you know, really be able to see a piece of them in it. Um, so I don't necessarily – and if they if they did watch Blackish, they might fall into that right. show if they're not – you know, parents right. aren't monitoring it. I don't think that it's overly racy that it's necessarily inappropriate. You have to think about these kids are exposed to so many things. Not to say that that's a good thing, but yeah. the reality is that they're doing it in such a tasteful light that um, th- th- that I don't think it's going to be necessarily harmful right. um, because there's so much more to that show. But I will say, on a lighter note, her fashion is so the fashion Girl. for all of the yes. girls is so bomb. Like I was literally on ASOS, like, okay, she had on um something that I was like, oh, let me go and see if I can find something like yeah. that on ASOS. And then I find, like, I'm a grown ass adult looking at this, looking at this and getting sucked into but, it. 100%. But that's been her character from the beginning. She's been like the trendsetter of her family when she was living at home with her mom and dad and her siblings. And so well, that's her, been her character. Her mom is also, Tracy Ellis Ross. Come on she's now. She's also in a fashion program in the yeah. show. I mean, so, she's got I mean, these these um this long black weave with this turban on, and she had it in pigtails. It was yeah. bring me back to like Aaliyah or like Left Eye, and I, I was don't like, think it was a ooh, weave. oh, that might have been no, it was really long. I think I don't. It was, girl, the shrinkage is real. 
No, I've seen her hair straightened, and I've seen it like in various. It, it, so it, it was long. She wears. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, I love me some Yara Shahidi. Like, I think for younger generations, for them to watch this show and kind of look up to her as a character, but then follow her in real life, like that's dope as hell. Because she is an yeah. amazing, yeah. amazing person in real life. Yeah, I'd rather them like look up to her and like look up to Lindsay Lohan. Look at how she came out. Right. So I mean, she's a great. Despite none what's of those coming. younger people even know who <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is. I think we just dated ourselves. Dis- <laughs> maybe, but despite you know, this, despite whatever goes on in the show, I think they're doing it in a really positive way. And I think that throughout the show, like even Anthony Anderson, like these are good people that are doing yeah. great things with their career. So, I mean, if they watch it, you know, hell, they watch it. But and I love the portrayal of a nuclear black family. Girl, like, yeah. ugh. They it's, make it out to be such a rarity these days, but it's good to have that on a big screen to say, you know, this shit does exist. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So what else are you guys watching? Okay, so this is a maybe a little out of date, but um, I caught up on Narcos. And so my oh, whole thing is that Narcos, I, I'm really into, like, the drug trade. And, like, I, I that's interesting to me. The thing about Narcos where I couldn't do it this summer was you really have to focus on it if you don't speak Spanish because it's, yeah. like, 65%, like, Spanish. Yeah. So, I have to catch up on it. I'm way, way, way behind. So it, so after season, well, it's based on a true story. So I'm not really telling anything new. But after season two, Pablo Escobar dies, and so there's a season three. And um, season three, I really wasn't feeling it because I'm like, the show was about Escobar. He's dead. What a, you know? <laughs> but it, and and it was season three was a little slow, but it really um, caught up at the end. I absolutely loved it. Um, there is a season four that happened, but apparently, like, the production, like, somebody what? in production went to Mexico. Did you guys hear about this? No. Mm-hmm. He went to Mexico to do, like, scouting for, like, shots, like, where they could film it, and the cartel murdered him. <gasps> so that put oh. a hold on it. So there, the news just came out that they are going to still do season four. Originally, there was what? talks, like... It had something to do, do with the cartel, but it nah, didn't. Man. It was you just can't a be filming about the cartel and get killed by the real life cartel. But they like, said it wasn't. It's, well, it's that's why they were about to cut it, apparently. Um, but they said that you know recently they had said that it wasn't related to the cartel. Like it literally just happened by the cartel for whatever the reason. I don't know if it was location or whatever it is. So they are moving forward with the season four. But I mean, you have to. Uh, you have to really be ready. Like, with me, sometimes when I'm binge-watching TV, you know, I'm on the phone, like, texting or looking on Facebook as I'm watching. You can't mm-hmm. do that with Narcos <laughs> unless you speak Spanish. Yeah, you so you got to be dedicated. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. you got to be an active reader if you're right. going to watch Narcos. So let me ask you, totally flip from Narcos. Are any of you guys This Is Us fans? No. I have been told over and over and over that I need to watch it. Because As a it social has, worker, yeah. Yeah, because it has a lot of, like, elements of mental health in it. But I have just not had the opportunity to get around I, to it. I'm not a tearjerker, let me cry this out kind of person. I mean, people said that. And, yeah, a lot of the things people said are that, like, oh, my gosh, I've cried so much on this. I personally didn't cry. And y'all two know that Janelle right here is very emotional. Um, I think it also sheds a lot of light on 
um, substance abuse, adoption, um, adolescent and the issues that, you know, they're going through. Um, I really liked it. It is, even though you might not cry, it is a little sappy. I mean, it has Mandy Moore in it, for goodness sake. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's the mom. And she, I mean, the makeup looks great on her because she's, like, elderly and, and like, they got the right. I think it looks really good. Um, but I, that's another one that I like. It just started back. But, but shout out to Sterling K. Brown for winning a Golden Globe oh for This my Is Us. Yeah. Goodness. <clears throat> I didn't won. watch the show, but that made me like, you yeah. know what? Can I only see the clips of him? He, he won Best Actor in a Drama TV Show. So And he's the first. Yes. Yeah. The first. That's 2018, and he's the first. We crushed the Golden Globes this year. And I mean, uh, when I say we, I mean black people. We and women. It. And women. Yeah. yeah. We did our damn thing. Yeah, this is awesome. It's a great start of a new year. Um, but real quick, bef- before we get too far into a different subject, I wanted to talk about Bright because this was like Will Smith's comeback and, you know, Netflix original movie. And He should have stayed gone. No, no, no. Wait, <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go here, y'all, I, there, if there's two actors that I love, it's Will Smith and Denzel. Of course. But. Damn, Will, like, why? Why did you choose? I would say Will Smith has been kind of falling off. Yeah, what was that, iRobot or something movie? Well, iRobot was, iRobot had mixed reviews, but he was in, um, what was that movie with, like, the girl, Harley? Harley Quinn? Yes. Suicide Squad. He was in Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. So wait, hold on. So I wanted to touch on Suicide Squad. And this movie, Bright, because apparently they're written by the same, same people. Com- some people. Yeah. Oh, which is I didn't why know that. the which is why he it was kind of like, uh, like what is this? <laughs> I like, mean, you have to be into those type of films. And so don't get me wrong, like the acting was not bad. It was the writing and the storyline that was like, what 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 we doing? What you doing? What is this? Like one of the things that I did not like was the fact that they took a huge social issue and decided to make this weird fantasy adaptation about it and then triggered all of the things like for the first 30 minutes of the movie I was incredibly uncomfortable because all of the oh we want him off the squad because he's an orc and you know how they do and I'm like excuse me so that was the I I've heard mixed reviews, but I heard that was the point of Bright, was to be, like, racially driven. No, so that was the point of it, but the way it was done, it was uncomfortable. Like, Zootopia did the exact same thing. That's true, and Zootopia was a great movie. And Zootopia (laughs) was great. Yeah. But Bright was uncomfortable. Like, what is this? Like, fairy lives don't matter now. Are you an orc or are you a cop? And it was just very uncomfortable. For me, I mean... Okay, so I have a very different view on it because of some of the people that are in my life. But um, I wouldn't say it was uncomfortable. I definitely got where they were going. It was very obvious. I personally just thought that it was a little distasteful. I wasn't uncomfortable I mean. watching. That's what I mean by uncomfortable. I, I don't mean like, oh, I couldn't stand it. I had to leave the room. I meant like, what are y'all... What are y- 
why are you doing it this way? Okay, There's so a better way I to do this. I fell asleep in a little bit of the middle, but I saw most of the beginning. Lord Jesus. I saw all of the beginning, most of the middle, and then woke up for the end. So I got the I got the gist of the movie. The end, I and and when I say distasteful, it wasn't like you walked away and you didn't get the point, right? You got the point, the end, okay, kumbaya, fine. I do think that to, to even put the orc in it, it's just like, why? Y'all, y'all, y'all want to make a change in society and, and make a point? You didn't have to do it that way with these, like, fictional characters, society and so that's what aliens. I mean by saying uncomfortable. I'm watching this, and with the climate of our country and everything that's going on right now and all of the the issues and, and discrepancies with the justice system, to sit here and watch this and... Ironically, the one person who is the orc who nobody who nobody wants on their on their team, their squad, is the actual real nigga. Like the real black person that really is actually getting discriminated against. And to make it to try to drive this point home with some of the colloquialisms and catchphrases that we currently have is where I was like, What y'all doing? What's 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 why right. y'all doing this? So I don't know if you guys knew that Chance the Rapper kind of responded to the movie Bright. Hmm. And he said... Um, he, Tell me more. He sent out a tweet saying, I'm wondering how you guys feel about the lynched orc in the Bright movie. So yeah. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, there, but, strange fruit. There were yeah. a lot of little things that were like, okay, hanging orcs, you got them, you know, hanging out with, like, gold chains on the block, and then just, like, little things as I'm watching it. And again, because I was a film major, I tend to watch movies... Like, oh, well, what's this? Let me rewind that. What's up right. with this lighting? Why did that happen? And I questioned all of those things. And so it, for me, watching a movie, I'm like watching, Googling, watching, Googling, looking it up, rewinding, watching it closer, looking back at it. So you're trying real to... analytical. And so that's why I'm like, mm, what, 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 what is this? Like, so let me read yeah. this thread of tweets that Chance the Rapper put out um, in regards to the Bright movie. He said he's wondering how everyone feels about the lynched orc. He says... I found the way that they tried to illustrate America's racism through mythical creatures is to be a little bit shallow. I always feel a little cheated when I see allegorical racism in movies because that racism usually stems from human emotion or tolerance, but not by law or systems the way it is in real life. The characters in Bright live in a timeline where racism is gone because we hate orcs now. So I think he's equating the orcs to be the African Americans or the blacks. No, that's what, exactly yeah. what they were. Yeah. But I also think but he's so, saying that we, um, yeah, we live in a timeline where racism is gone. The thing about it is that number one, I wonder. There's a few things I wonder. I wonder why Will Smith did it. Is he did he do it to try and make a point and bring light to this situation? Like, where, where it would be nice. to still have a little more like publicity and interviews behind it even though it's Netflix but still um number two I wonder if other people get it are they going to watch it and equate it to um social issues that are going on now you didn't have the foresight to be like okay this has like some racial undertones you probably you probably wouldn't I would say the same thing just because I'm sitting here feeling awkward like what's going on here because I am a black woman I I have 
black family, black friends. And so these issues are not, they don't go unnoticed for me. They are part of my everyday life. I see it. And so every time I see, you know, innuendos and little nuances and little tidbits here and there, I pick up on it because it's something I really have to deal with. And I think for people who don't have that in their everyday life, seeing an orc be mistreated, being lynched, a single mother orc trying to struggle with kids or these orcs getting beat by the police or, you know, hanging out on the block and being accused for no reason or being asked to be thrown off of their job just for simply being an orc, they, I don't think they would get that. But that's my whole point is that it takes, you could have used a movie to shed light on an issue for people who don't understand it. And I think that it's going to be missed if you're not aware of it. Mm-hmm. People are going to watch that and just say, ah, it's an orc. <laughs> and I think people wouldn't understand it because the orcs, I guess, are portrayed as African Americans. Mm-hmm. But Will Smith hates the orcs and he himself is a black cop. Right. And so, so that's. I think people would miss that kind so of. So the movie is supposed to be, we've moved beyond racism because now all us humans. We're on the same side. Mm -hmm. Those pesky orcs over there. And so it's basically trickling down like, oh, we found found someone else to hate. So now we can have a common ground. And so we can hate them because of their differences, because their differences are so vastly different from ours. So we'll go ahead and come together and just hate them collectively. Because even if even in the movie, what I thought was very, very intentional was that the wife of Will Smith's character was a white woman. Mm-hmm. And his daughter was mixed race. Right. She was kind of like in between, like she got along with the orc, but she also, you know, is belonging to this family who is anti-orc. Human. Yeah. And human. No, they got a they got greenlit for a bright too. Yeah, that's what I was because I wasn't pe- sure but so many people like... hate watch the first one. Okay, so maybe we can start there. Um So I did see an article that the writer and director David Ayer he said that he would rewrite both of his movies, Bright and Suicide Squad. For what reason? I do not know. Because they, they were, were written poorly. They were both terrible movies. <laughs> um, but I guess they Bright got green-lighted for a sequel. So how do you guys feel about that? I mean, Provided the conversation that we just had. I think... I think it just kind of is what it is, is ratings. People, hate, so many people watch, so many people hate watch. And so it's like, oh, let's just do another one. And maybe he has some sort of vision to take it to yeah. the next who, whatever. But yeah, we'll see. I will probably watch that one. Who knows? But I will not watch it. I think after seeing the first one, like I said, I, I did fall asleep. Take the whole social aspect out of it the social justice aspect out of it do you still have a movie if you take it out well i mean the 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 whole concept of orcs what i realized is just like suicide squad with these like people-esque characters i'm just not into it so i mean i fancied myself and watched it i didn't like it i'm not going to be watching a second one i think because there was so much publicity upon it that's why a lot of people hate watched it but now that they know i don't know if people will hate watch the second one me knowing what i know i'm not watching the second yeah, one. i don't think that people will watch it as much as they did the first one but i want to see it just to see it um yeah i don't know if i'll get through the whole thing but you know i'll give it a shot i think the people that will watch it are watching it with an open mind to say how is this going to be different from the first one and how are they going to kind of tailor this to tie in or if they're going to hit harder on the racial undertones and really just be very overt with it. Um, 
but I know I'm going to watch it with an open mind just to see, like, what they're going to do differently. Yeah, I agree. I am, too. On a lighter note, <laughs> Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. How to Get Away with Scandal. Is doing I'm a so merge. I can't even wrap my mind around so it at all. I am so excited even if they weren't going to do a merge. And I, it to me, I'm like, okay, you know, I know people that only watch one or kind of fell off on the other. So it'll be interesting to see how. They cross it, over. Yeah, exactly. But for me, like. When you talk about black word, black girl magic in, like, just a holistic view, like, that is it. It's just, I'm just yeah. showered Rhymes on Thursdays. Out there like, boom, here, have at it. Sprinkling yeah. black ahead, girl, girl magic everywhere. Get, yes. Go ahead, do your thing. And I don't know Feel about inspired. y'all, but I am here for it. And, like, when I tell you, so I do, like, a girl's night, and we watch it, and we have we literally go through, like, three or four bottles of wine, um, and we stay, and we, like, we wait maybe 30 minutes in so we can fast forward. Yeah, fast forward. (laughs) And we, like, literally are there and we're screaming, like, literally, like, screaming, having to pause to collect our thoughts. And so I'm just so excited for the shows, but also for, like, you know, my girls to be able to get together and just binge watch and well not binge watch but just like have something to look forward to on Thursdays a weekly date yes so if I'm not mistaken this is the first time that this type of crossover has happened where one writer of two shows kind of merges characters in the show so I'm really excited because one like yes black girl magic everywhere but it's also like history there's two great shows that are coming together to yeah. be I want I want to know is it gonna be a two hour show like how are we doing this is it gonna be Annalise on scandal and then Olivia on how to get away with murder or is it just gonna be how to get away with scandal this is everybody on the cast for two hours go for it well I from the little excerpt of the script that they posted online, I feel like Annalise Keating is going to be in Scandal. Well, I also saw a picture of Carrie Washington on the set of How to Get Away with Murder saying, hey, Viola, where are you? But you know, Or I, does this look familiar or something I think like this that. is perfect because this is Scandal's last season, season right? Mm-hmm. So what happens after this merge? Like, where does it go from here? I mean, I think it's going to be just the one episode and that's it. I don't think it's like, this is the the show now. This is what we do. Damn. I feel like they, Scandal will have a few episodes leading up to it, and then that might be like the series finale for right. Scandal. And then How to Get Away with Murder will continue on to be great. Right. But I love that she took the two shows that have predominantly African-American characters and blended those together because she's not putting Annalise Keating or Kerry Washington in Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. You know? yeah. It also doesn't make sense for yeah. me. I, I, I don't know how much hey, that merges, know. but yeah, she's you an amazing writer. You she can make yeah. it happen. Like Olivia Pope just busting up in the hospital, like, "Hey guys!" <laughs> like, I mean, Annalise Keating Look. could be covering a murder. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, it could happen. She could it do could, it. It could definitely happen. But the crossover between those two shows makes a lot more sense, just because one, the proximity of the cities, and two, great. Um, We're talking Grey's Philly Anatomy. And DC. Has gone on yeah. forever. Like, I, I was in high school, say, I feel like, and that was I going was on. I was kind of confused of how they would blend how to get away with murder and scandal because they're two completely different ideas or, like, topics. Like, they're scandal both- is very political, whereas how to get away with 
how to get away with murder isn't. So I was it's, like, how are they going to... It's law and it's, politics. I was going to so, say, they're both lawyers, for one. They both handle optics of everybody else's bullshit, fixing everybody else's drama, fixing everybody else's everything. And so I think that's how they overlap. And especially because oftentimes for Annalise, she gets pulled into other people's spaces to solve problems. Yeah, but she also is a, I mean, Annalise is a hot mess. Well, no, no, what I mean. She's also freelance. Right, she's, that's what I'm saying. She's she's often pulled, like, into somebody else's space, so it makes it easy for her to be fluid and be in D.C., as opposed for Annalise to be in, where is Grey's Anatomy, Seattle? Like, get on a whole plane and fly all the way across the country. Like, it makes more sense because Philly and D.C., the proximity is so close. Right. Well, I'm just really excited. And How to Get Away with Murder ended on, like, an incredible finale. It wasn't even a finale. It was like their winter break. So when I tell you. The winter finale is what they called it. When I tell you, I was like, how long do I have to wait? Right. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, like, but what happened to the baby? Like, what, I just, I, I was, what, yeah. what? I had anxiety. I had to, like, what? take some deep breaths. Yeah. yeah. No, literally, I think that we all were like, okay. You know, this reminds me of, remember when Scandal was, like, on season, like, two and three? How every single episode, at the end, you were like, girl, what? Who? What yes. happened? I remember, like, losing, I remember my neighbor came and knocked on my door the first time we found out that Joe Morton, his character, was Olivia's father. Because um. we were like, who is this scary black man that's got everybody yeah. in the whole city shook? Mm-hmm. Cyrus is scared. Like, who is this man? And he was coming around, like, getting everybody together. And he was just, he was walking in with his nice shoes and his coats and et cetera, with his speeches, and every everything would stop. Everything would fall in line. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff happened with Olivia, and they threw her in that car. And she was like, Dad? Everybody was like, girl, what? Shonda who? Dad? Oh, my God. And I remember just my timeline lighting up of just, dad, question mark, question mark, question mark. Do you guys ever, like, curse Shonda out, though? Yes. I curse her out. She Every killed so week. many people that didn't need like, to why die. Why you got to kill Wes, though? No, my, I, no, it ain't like that, though. I'm like, Shonda, you going to give me a motherfucking heart attack. Girl, you better stop playing. I got to get to work tomorrow. You got me drinking this whole damn bottle. I literally am cursing yep. her. Not even about, like not specifically about the show, just how she is playing and with tugging with my heart. Shauna, I wasn't ready for this. Oh my gosh, my pants too tight. Hold on, oh, I can't breathe. Like Wait, literally <laughs> having a heart attack, yeah. having to pause the show to literally be like, okay, take some deep breaths. You can do it. Woosa, rub your ear, rub your ear. Like, oh really gosh. have to get myself together. And then I got to go home and go to work the next day. And I'm, like, kind of hung over the next day. Like, damn, Shonda. Yeah. So <laughs> me and my boyfriend would always watch Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder together the day after everyone saw it because we have Hulu. So, I mean, <laughs> we ain't got cable. I mean, so we had to watch it the day after. But the little end part when they start showing, like, the preview for the next season, mm-hmm. he would, like cuss me out if I even saw a millisecond of the preview. He's like, you're going to ruin it. They show everything in the previews. And 
he would like snatch the remote and turn off the TV. But do you feel like you're an addict? Like for me, I'm like, I don't want to watch the preview because then I'm like, oh my gosh, I need my next fix. Right. But then you're like, how can I not watch the preview? Yeah, you right. know, like so. It's like I want to watch, I need to watch the previews, but if I watch the previews, I'm going to be mad because now I I'm on wait. the Facebook page trying to piece the, right. whole, the whole story together. Well, with Scandal, I didn't get into Scandal probably until like season three. So I had that whole time, Did you time to binge, binge watch, watch it okay. first. That was me. And then season four came, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like now I'm like, "Okay, I need nerves to watch bad it every and everything." Week. Yeah, I remember the. I think everybody kind of caught on the scandal pretty much the same way, where the first season came and then the second season was coming, and people who did watch the show was like, "Who's Quinn? Well, who's Quinn Perkins? Who's Quinn Perkins? Mm-hmm. Who's who's Quinn?" And they kept asking, like, "Well, what was her real name? Lindsay or something like that? Lindsay Dwyer?" I anyway, know, I can't even remember. She's, everybody she's wanted to know who who Quinn Perkins actually was because the last episode of the first season was Quinn. Why don't you tell him who you really are? And everybody was like, "Girl, what? Who is she?" And so everyone went back to binge watch the first eight yeah. episodes, and it was one of those things where it's like you watch the first episode. Oh, this is pretty good. I guess I can watch the next one. Oh, this is not. Oh. I didn't see that coming. Well, let me just go ahead and watch the third one. And then six episodes later, you're like, I have to go to work in two hours. But there's only two episodes left. There was only one person that I knew that watched Scandal first season when it came out every week religiously. And it was a guy, a grown-ass man who was in pharmacy school. And he would be like, Thursdays, I can't talk to you. Like, I I can't study that day. I got to watch Scandal. And he'd be on Twitter firing up his timeline and I'm like what is the scandal and then I watched I, one episode and I'm like I eh, can't get into it it's a wrap I, I loved it I started I started the last episode of the or the second to last episode of the first season I went back and watched I was like oh, okay let me just go back and watch it because my cousin's like oh it's a pretty good show and so I went back and watched it and Thursdays would come, and I'm like, well, can't do anything. Got to turn my phone off. Right. Don't know what to tell everybody. I am goodbye, gone to the world. I don't want to hear anything for the next hour. And it calendars. was like, if, if the show came on at 9 o'clock at 8.57, I need to have all my stuff ready. Like a setup. Within arms. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't moving. You ain't going because right. the second that man says, scandal in five. Four, yes. three, two, and then the next thing you would see is Olivia storming down the hallway with somebody's baby. Like, what is going? Whose baby? What has happened? So my favorite part is um, Olivia's walk mm-hmm. is everything that I need and more. And then when she's got that haircut that's like just right below her yes. shoulders, so it kind of has that bounce. I am just like with the bang that comes you... just above her eyes so it catches mm-hmm. some wind when she got a like when she got and a swing on like oh, season 3 was awkward because there was like none of that cuz she was pregnant. Yes. So yeah. it was yes. just like I w- yes. shots <laughs> everywhere and it's like, well, but you know, the like peacoat. the thing of like, yes, I need the peacoat. she was the fashion, big that first pregnancy. Yes. That fa- the fashion and like the hair and the walk. It's like that's the one thing. How do I, how to get away with murder does not have that scandal when she walk is a little yeah. But look, look and like uh, yes, life. Uh, just, all of it. She serves <laughs> every single time, and you know, I always think um, Carrie Washington like. My first introduction to her, do y'all remember? Was it Save the Last Day? Yes! <laughs> With that 
haircut. Bad. And she'd be like, Derek, Derek. Like, oh, my goodness. So I'm like, man, you've come a, a long, long way. way. Like, girl, work. Yes. So nonetheless, I will be tuning in. And we're yes. definitely going to have to do, like, a part two for these shows as we they should, progress. You know what might be fun? If we do a, an episode while we're watching and then maybe insert some clips into that. Ooh, I might be screaming snap. the whole time. We'll have to see. You know. That's what I'm saying. We'll, we'll, we'll can do clips. Stay tuned, guys. We'll I, I need my inhaler on scene. We'll do clips. We'll do clips. Needless to say, we are also excited for How to Get Away with Scandal, the new season of She's Gotta Have It, and maybe a little anticipation for Bright 2. But nonetheless, stay tuned and you will hear all of our recaps for all of the shows that we got coming up in 2018. Um, But that's it for today, guys. If you have any comments, if you have any shows that you want us to see, leave it in the comments below. And with that said, we are signing off. Yes, ma'am. All right. Deuces. Deuces.